Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number six Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And this afternoon is just flying by with all sorts of uh, title implications here. College football playoffs. We mentioned Alabama on the board 10 to 7. Houston only down one, and App State also on the board, Wes. Yeah, and Cincinnati almost had a touchdown there. Batted away at the very last second. That looked like that was going to be a touchdown. DB might have gotten a little paw there there. on that that chest in uh, midsection area to prevent that from happening. But nevertheless, going to be second and 10 for Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus 9.5, 66.5. We have a track meet in Nippert Stadium. 10-7 Bulldogs over the Crimson Tide here. Georgia minus 5.5. 52 and a half on the total, 13 minutes left to go in the second quarter. And App State finally on the board, now 14 to 7 at ULL, playing in the Fun Belt Championship game. And again, I just mentioned it when Alabama, I remember when it was 3 nothing, and they went to the end of the first quarter, and I said, you can get the live number, Alabama plus 9.5. Alabama just got another stop of Georgia here. Stetson Bennett finally throws his first incompletion. So the Crimson Tide getting the football back down 10 7 early in the second quarter. And I think for all intents and purposes, Bryce Young might have won the Heisman Trophy when he hit James. That Williams. was certainly his moment. Right. That might have been his big moment right there. So the Tide now, you can only get four and a half on that live number. Okay. We got a lot more to get to. We always love having Scott Seidenberg join us here. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter as I do as Scott's on air. Host of the Look Ahead right here. Uh, weekdays, 1 to 4 a.m. Uh, East uh, Pacific time here, rather. Uh, Scott Seidenberg, East, Eastern time. I get my time zones missed up all the time, Scott. Uh, great to have you back on the program today, Scott. Before we talk about the college football playoff 
in the implications of the games that have already happened and what we're seeing now. Let's talk about some of the games that have not gone yet. Let's start off with the ACC title game between Wake Forest and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, a three-point favorite majority of the week. They're up to three and a half now. That total at 71 and a half here at BetMGM. Do you think Kenny Pickett can still throw his hat in the race for the Heisman Trophy, or did Bryce Young just end it? Well, I thought Bryce Young was not going to do it today against Georgia, but that was a huge touchdown pass. And if he continues to put up some numbers against a defense that hasn't allowed any numbers all season, then, yeah, Bryce Young will wrap up this award. But I talked all week about how I thought Kenny Pickett absolutely had a chance to throw his hat in the ring here, especially with a big-time performance against a defense that allows you to have big-time numbers. Mm-hmm. If he puts up 400 yards and four touchdowns in this game, I mean, look at his numbers compared to, you know, Bryce Young. He's thrown the same amount of touchdowns. He's thrown less interceptions. He's thrown for more yardage. So it's just because one guy plays for Alabama and he's in a bigger spotlight and the other guy plays in the ACC, which is a lesser conference this year, uh, that, you know, one guy's getting more fanfare than the other. But I think Kenny Pickett absolutely has a chance to do something special. But, yeah, that touchdown for Bryce Young was huge. Scott, we're finally seeing at least a little bit of movement toward the pit side. It's pretty much been three, went down to two and a half, kind of danced around that three all week. But finally starting to see it with Pittsburgh. And as you mentioned, Wake Forest uh, defense, very hospitable, especially to the passing game. So Kenny Pickett could have big numbers tonight. But Pittsburgh's defense has also been hospitable in the passing game. Uh, Very good against the run. Do you just, uh, in terms of the side here, Wake Forest is so explosive. So they're always a dangerous underdog. I did not play this game. Eileen Pitt, where are you on this one? I did Pitt money line. I got it at minus 160, which is usually my threshold for favorites. So I was okay laying the, the 160 here with Pitt. I just think that the, their offense is just too, too good. And Kenny Pickett's been too good this season. Wake has had a nice year, but they haven't faced an offense like this. And when they have, they've, it's been a boat race in, in those games, right? I mean, look at the North Carolina game. It was ridiculous. There was no defense being played. Look like a Big 12 game. Uh, from years ago. Um, but the other thing with uh, the ACC, and yes, a lot of this has to do with the fact that Clemson has won the past several years. The favorite over the past decade has dominated this game. So I'm leaning with the favorite, and I'm going to go with Pitt. Okay, let's see how that one plays out. I'm with you on that. I'm backing Pittsburgh. Houston, by the way, I just turned away Cincinnati, who had a first and goal to go scenario, mm-hmm. and then Cincinnati missed the chippy field goal. So that remains 14-13. Bama got the ball back, but they've got a holding penalty. So first and 20, again, in a 10-7 to game early on against Georgia. But it looks like Bryce Young just made another big play. Alabama at around midfield. A stunner potentially there. Scott, let's get to the other title game in question tonight. That is Michigan in the Big Ten against Iowa. All the steam coming in. Uh, all week it held around 11, 11.5. It's up to 12.5 here at BetMGM, you know I'm a hardball guy. I've been back in the maize and blue all year. Should I be concerned that this is the spot that Harbaugh and the boys lay down and all of a sudden do something we don't expect and possibly lose this Big Ten title game? Eight and two in the last ten Big Ten championship games. That is the number against the spread for the team taking points. Uh-oh. Underdogs have dominated in the Big Ten championship game as I mentioned, eight and two against the number. I am all over the Hawkeyes here and so happy to see the number go up because I got it at 12 and a half, which I think is a gift. And I just think that this Iowa defense is going to be able to contend here in this team. Now, the Michigan defense, they're going to do really well because Iowa's offense doesn't scare you at all. But 
this could be one of those games where Iowa controls the ball for a long period of time. It's going to be low scoring. And I think that, you know, Michigan's probably going to win this game. I think Iowa grinds out of cover here. And let's not forget, Kirk Ferentz in his career is not usually a double-digit dog often with no. Iowa. He's 5-5-0 five, five and oh against the spread when he's a dog of more than a touchdown. So I'm going with the trendy dog, I guess it is, in Iowa. I don't know if they pulled the upset, but they're, they're not going to lose by 13. Yeah, Scott, I'm on the same side with you and got a little bit less than what maybe the closing number is going to be unless Iowa gets some buyback here. But when when I get the under getting bet uh, to the under, it was 45, now seeing some 43 and a half. I think that gives more value for the underdog. And when you look, and we were talking about this earlier with Damon Benning, the former Nebraska mm-hmm. Cornhusker quarterback, Iowa is not going to get out physical, if no. you will, at the point of attack. I think like Ohio State did, albeit Ohio State seems to have more talent up front. But you, that's what Kirk Ferentz does. He takes three and four star offensive and defensive linemen and gets them drafted on draft day. I don't think Michigan is going to be able to push these guys around. That's the point I'm trying to make here. And I think, you know, Iowa's game plan is going to keep this game, you know, slow scoring and with a slow pace. And so with that slow pace, I kind of, favor the under, and I do favor Iowa. Yeah, right there. I, I understand y'all's logic on that, and I understand the the notion to say that if Harbaugh is going to lay an egg, it would come in a huge spotlight yeah, game like this. I don't think he like, lays an egg where they lose the game. <laughs> right. and, and I know you're, you're loyal, man. I you, am. you are a ride or die, man, Dave I'm gonna, Ross. I'm going to hang with those amazing blue. Hey, Scott, we love having you on uh, when I come on with you on your show on The Look Ahead. And you and I talked Tuesday And we said then, if we were looking for a team on the outside looking in for the college football playoffs at real value, okay, Baylor right now with that win is 800-1 to to win the national championship. Is there a scenario that you could see where Notre Dame, if Cincinnati loses today, gets one of those spots? Is Baylor still alive after winning the Big 12 today? Baylor has two top 10 wins now on their resume compared to Notre Dame that has zero top 25 wins. And I think winning the Big 12, beating number five in the nation, and this is the big part of this, avenging a loss from earlier this season, that has to mean something. Because when you say that they're a two-loss team, and yes, we know, we say it every week, no two-loss team has ever made the playoffs. When you avenge one of those losses, it almost cancels it out. Now, it doesn't. You do have two losses. But in the eyes of the committee, you could kind of justify them saying, okay, they really only lost one game because they did beat Oklahoma State after, you know, in this mm-hmm. title game. I absolutely think Baylor's live. I talked about it all week. It was 200 to 1 for them to win the title. And I think that, because I do think that chaos is happening, I think Houston can pull off an upset here. I have them plus 10.5. I sprinkled a little bit on the money line as well. And, and with Baylor winning, and if Georgia wins and another team loses, they're in. Very quickly, uh, 50 to 1 right now for Baylor. So, Scott, you got a really good number, 201. You and I kind of workshopped that on Tuesday uh, of earlier last week that we thought that Baylor could be the first team to, to buck that trend mm-hmm. and be a two loss team because you would avenge that loss as they did to Oklahoma State. Uh, and again, right now, Cincinnati with that 14 13 lead. Chaos is happening, gentlemen. I yeah, think we're Houston's it. trying to give Cincinnati a nice parting gift uh, to the Big 12, which is a, a kick in the uh, the old rear here. 14 to 13 Cincinnati. And by the way, uh, Heisman Trophy race. I don't want to call it over, Uh-oh. but the hour is getting very late. Bryce Young to John Mechie, a great throw in the corner of the end zone now, 14 to 10. 
Alabama. Wow. Georgia minus one and a half, 56 and a half at BetMGM. Scott, we still have about 90 seconds with you. Let's go down this chaos tunnel a little bit longer, okay? Let's say Houston gets this upset over Cincinnati. There's no way the committee takes one loss Cincinnati over Notre Dame, even though they beat Notre Dame, correct? No, no chance. The, the, and, and we talked about it all year, about how low Houston was ranked when they were also undefeated in the same conference. They just don't value that schedule. And the only good win for Cincinnati was Notre Dame. Like, think about it. That's the only thing separating Cincinnati from, from Houston this year is the win over Notre Dame. Other than that, their schedules are identical. So they don't value this schedule at all. And a loss here for Cincinnati would 1,000% eliminate them. Okay. Very interesting here. Fourth and three for, for Houston. They've been very aggressive so far. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're going to punt the football away here. It looks like they are with six and a half minutes to go. And West, to your point here, Alabama right now in the lead, 14 10. There, there's no. I mean, Georgia's getting in this thing, Scott, right? No matter what happens with the rest of that game, Georgia, they've been over 99% Georgia. chance, right? Mm hmm. Not ninety nine. It's a, it's it's a it's it's a million million percent. Georgia's in. They're either going to be the number one seed, or if they lose to Alabama, you'll probably put Alabama as number one and Georgia number two. All as right. long as they're not rematching each other in the in the semifinal, it doesn't matter. So Georgia will be two, maybe three. But, uh, yeah, they're 100% in. They're the only team we know for certain that's in. All right, that's why you got to follow him on Twitter, as I do, as Scott's on air, and check him out, host of The Look Ahead, Monday through Friday, 1 to 4 a.m. Eastern time, right here on VEASAN. Hey, Scott, appreciate the time the information, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your college football Saturday. Let's go Hawkeyes. I can't co-sign on that. We're coming back right here. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. 
Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is kid-safe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Of course, it is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here alongside Wes Reynolds, it is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. And we mentioned we got drama. We're getting ready to go to halftime here in the Sun Belt Championship game. And it looks like the Raging Cajuns are going to get three more. They're up 14-7 to as they try a very short field goal right here. That kick is good, so we got mm-hmm. 17-7, but there is a flag there, so we'll see yeah, how that one plays and, out. And, and we'll get you the update in terms of the halftime price when we can there, but it looks like the Raging Cajuns do have three points here, 17-7. So look, Billy Napier, last game, uh, they, they've come out very well. App State uh, kind of going to have to, or they're going to be really having to play from behind here, so 17-7. Also in the Mountain West title game, 23 to 3 Utah State upset in San Diego State. 12 minutes left to go in the third quarter. Aggies minus 14 and a half, 46 and a half. Great job done by Blake Anderson so far with that team. And look, they have met the physical challenge. That was the concern with them against San Diego State. Can you meet these guys up front? And they absolutely have. And uh, back to the American title game here 14 to 13 Cincinnati. Looks like Houston has a sack. At the at one, the, like the one or two yard line, so uh, Cincinnati going to have to punt. Houston should get very good field goal position here. Still fourteen to thirteen, five and a half to go in the second quarter. Wes, this I mean, look obviously your your breakdowns of games are always spot on. I would say what I've seen from you, at least even today, is your in game analysis. How you can kind of gauge where things are going and looking ahead. It's at certainly better going better than the pre-flop well, plays, but, but to be honest with you. But that's important, right, that you can be able to adjust on the fly like that. When what you've seen now out of Alabama, and I tried to push the, the viewer that maybe at 9.5, that was the spot to hop in on Bama when they were down 10 nothing. What do you do now? 
because now Georgia's still favored, but it is tight. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the, the, the live in-game options here as Alabama's gotten the football back ahead 14-10 to 10 for the first time today, playing with the lead with Nick Saban. At what point do we start to say, okay, this is not what we've seen out of Georgia all year long, a short third and two coming up here with about eight minutes to go, and Alabama right now still getting a point and a half are you still confident enough on the Georgia side to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'll lay the better number with a point and a half? Alabama, by the way, is averaging just about close to uh, 10 yards a play, a little <laughs> bit under right now. Remember when after the first quarter it was like three and a half Nothing. yards a play or something? Get a couple big plays, and now all of a sudden Alabama's cooking, but they do have a third and two in their own territory. This is one I'm going to wait a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to get involved right now. I kind of want to see – you know, if Alabama has really found something and found this rhythm uh, with Bryce Young, they haven't really needed to run him. He has just been making plays as he falls down, makes another finds play. a receiver oh, over the middle for a big gain. Now a first and 10 from the 35. Uh, look, he's he's winning the Heisman. And let me yeah. update, by the way, minus 250 at BetMGM. We were kind of talking about that where I was like, okay, that's probably his Heisman moment. This race is over. Minus 250. This is going to keep increasing, and we'll check it through the rest of the program at BetMGM. But, gosh, man, hard to make a case against this guy. Biggest stage of the year, 11 of 17 for 218 and two touchdowns now. And now they just got the running game going. First real wow. big run of the day for the Tide. I don't know, man. This might be, uh, you know, Kirby. I don't think he's in trouble no. if he loses this one, but there's going to be a lot of faith loss. It's like this is where you had Alabama and then we get the result. Oh, it's still Bama. All right. Houston, by the way, has a short third down. They are into Cincinnati territory there. Uh, just under four minutes to go in the first half as they trail 14 to 13. So we got a lot of drama going on. Uh, ben Fox has been all over it at Mandalay Bay for us. Of course, our VP of digital content. And uh, Ben, I, I just got to know, what's the reaction like over there? Because I know people here at Circa, a little bit stunned with what they're seeing out of the Crimson Tide. A lot of happy fans over here, I would say. If there are, if there are Georgia backers, they have not been very bo- vocal recently. Uh, it's been kind of all Alabama the last quarter or so. And I think like you guys are discussing, this is where the in-game is fascinating, mm-hmm. right? You kind of, do I figure out that I was wrong pre-game? Or it's just Georgia hasn't played well, Alabama's hit a couple big plays, and I still feel okay on Georgia. It's always something to consider, too, when you're laying points with a team and they're a very strong defensive team, especially like Georgia, generally a weaker offense. So if all of a sudden they get behind and their stronger unit isn't playing as well, it's going to be tougher for them to catch up, whereas Alabama, pretty strong on defense and really strong on offense. They can potentially come back from a deficit, which is what we've seen so far. Alabama, for the first time all game, now the favorite. Wow. Minus three and a half, 55 and a half, as they are now in Bulldog territory. Looks like they do have a first down there on that third and one. Uh, look, uh, the offensive line, that's, I think, really what the takeaway from this is for Alabama. The mm-hmm. offensive line, which was not very good last week in the Iron Bowl. No. And it's like, oh, my God, what are they going to do against this Georgia it's defensive much line that's licking their chops? They're kicking the Georgia defensive lines. You know what's really right up and down the field. Well, I think what you guys, what you and uh, Ben have discussed here is very smart, that if you had a pre-flop play that you feel might be dead in the water, instead of sticking to your guns and doubling down in-game, that's where you have to make those adjustments. And There's the Bryce Young running play right there. Nice little scramble for a big gain. All right, so Alabama right now up 14-10 to 10 and poised to get more points there. Cincinnati uh, is right now stuffing Houston's attempt to get more points and get the lead before halftime. 14-13 there, about two minutes to go, but they have a third and long. 
Uh, ben, again, I know that this is obviously the game of the day here with Georgia and Alabama. Have you seen any other wagers of uh, kind of importance, if you will, or at least monetarily, that maybe a surprise might surprise some people when they hear the volume? Yeah, I think people might not know that uh, USC and Cal are playing later yeah. today uh, in football. Is one certainly not really on the radar of too many people, uh, but one better at BetMGM in New Jersey. Let me get this right here. Uh, $150,000 on USC plus four and a half. Wow. Against California. You know, I, yeah. again, I, I kind of, uh, I always put these out there. I'm not saying I would endorse this wager, especially because I don't think a lot of people are going to be paying attention to this, but where you find an edge there's, that's what you should attack, and somebody clearly feels that USC, where they'll be motivated for this game, whether they'll just you know, have to lose by four or fewer points, but that's where they've chosen to put their money on one of these later games here. Mm. Uh, and a big bet as well, I don't think I'd said on Michigan, $165,000 on Michigan minus 10 and a half. So, you talk as about Jeff the had bit. discussed, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of public money on Michigan, as you would expect. Uh, their books are going to need Iowa. Yeah. You talk about the bailout game of the night. USC and Cal, no bowl eligibility on the line. 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Pacific. That is the get even or get even deeper game. My God, somebody's willing to bet 150 gur. Wow. I mean, how do you handicap that game? I don't know. How do you handicap USC and Cal? What's the mindset going to be? I mean, are they auditioning for Lincoln Riley yeah, here at USC? That's Maybe that's the thought yep. of doing it. But gosh, uh, uh, no part of that game. Uh, that is the D-Gen special of the day. <laughs> I actually like USC. I didn't back USC, didn't play them like I have Georgia in uh, Houston today, but uh, excuse me, Alabama in Houston today. But I, I do kind of understand the mentality that if you're thinking Lincoln Riley's there, you now know, fight on, everybody's fired up there. Maybe that's the rationale. We'll get back to Ben Fox out there at Mandalay Bay. Thank you very much, Ben. More points in the SEC mm -hmm. title game. They are for Alabama. That, that was a big stop, though, for Georgia because that when if that gets to eleven, I don't know if it's coming back. Whoa. And now, so th settling for three there is Alabama minus two and a half, fifty-five and a half. So still very much a, a one-score game uh, as uh, Kirby Smart playing the role of Coach Klein and Nick Saban is red. The guy, remember Jerry Reed, the old yeah. actor, country singer, played him. Always beat Henry Winkler's character. Until, uh, until obviously, the water boy. So, uh, Georgia's needing a Bobby Boucher to change the momentum of this game. What was your preflop first half total for Houston and Cincinnati? Wasn't it 27? 27 and a half. Okay. Wes Reynolds is back from the dead on this one because this looked like a dead over. It's now 14-13. Houston gets stopped, and they're going to pump the football away here at about midfield. So, if Cincinnati has bad field position, Wes, you might hit that and it would look improbable after it was like 14 to 10 before you could blink an eye. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we shall see here. It is going to be, I believe it's fourth and like California, or fourth and Texas basically for Houston. So they have to punt. We're going to see what Fickle is going to do wow. here. He's going to have about a minute to go. How much do you want to risk? Do you want to risk turning the ball over and giving Houston more momentum or saying, okay, one-point game, pretty much at square one, fellas. Let's finish these guys off in the final 30. I got to, again, we'll figure out how the field position is, but if it's a good kick here, I almost think you go to the halftime here. We can, you're hoping, like, all right, we still have the lead here, 14-13. And I think Cincinnati with Houston having to kick a couple field goals probably feels pretty good about having that lead, and again, right now, BetMGM 7.5 is that live total. And that three points, by the way, for the Tide does put that over the first half total. It closed 24.5 here at BetMGM. So I would be looking 
to maybe play the under in the second half, depending on what transpires in that uh, 328 left to go in the first half. Okay, and if you had Alabama in the first half, you're feeling pretty good if you took the points Yeah, you got three and a half. You should be safe. You should be safe at this juncture. 17-10 there. All right. Take a deep breath. Come on back. A lot of college football playoff implications for the games going on. We'll discuss right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter in every single bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you with your best bets. This guide is designed to give you an edge, whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a key high-value prop scenario. This guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America. We're getting close to halftime, but uh, close potentially to Alabama losing that lead against Georgia. We had a pass interference against uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened for Alabama. So uh, the P.I., does he get replaced by uh, Tang? <laughs> maybe was, maybe somebody named their kid Tang. And we have uh, a couple seconds to go here, 55 seconds in fact, here for Cincinnati against Houston before halftime. Third and one here. And again, you're... Uh, Still two timeouts for Cincinnati, by the way. Okay, so let's see. Again, Wes has got the under 27 and a half. Of course, the math will tell you that they are at 27. Guess what? We're at 17-16. Uh, McConkey into the end zone for Georgia. Boy, uh, this is going to be a fun second half. Unfortunately, we're not going to be on the air for it. But uh, Lad McConkey into the end zone. And that P.I. puts Georgia down there. That's a break the Bulldogs needed. Now about to tie this up at 17. And by the way, Houston got a stop on Cincinnati. So it looks like Cincinnati uh, would punt, you would think, here. And it looks like a timeout. Yeah, Houston's got two timeouts. Wow. Cincinnati's got two timeouts here. So, uh, yeah, uh, Cincinnati, I think you got to punt the football this deep. Houston's going to take that second timeout. See what the punt does. That'll determine, I think, what Dana Holgerson wants to do for those last, like, 35 to 40 seconds. Okay, you mentioned it, too. Uh, when you look at uh, Alabama, that extra point, by the way, by Uga is good. So we're all knotted up here. Still two minutes to go. That was a very quick drive by Georgia. A couple pass interference plays against Alabama. All of a sudden, that defensive battle uh, not materializing no. here because, uh, look, Georgia, that that's the most they've given up all season. This is a tie. They're obviously probably going to end up giving up more than 17 here. So uh, this is absolutely delivering here, one versus three in Atlanta in the first half. And it is, and I, don't, I hope I didn't jinx it by saying, boy, if you took Bama after they kicked the field goal, they're up by seven. You took Bama first half. You feel good about it. Now you gotta you got to avoid the pick six or something crazy here in the final two minutes for Nick Saban and company. But still, it was such a quick drive by the Georgia Bulldogs mm -hmm. that – Let's see. There's still tons of time to go here in the first half, two minutes to go. And meanwhile, again, Houston is going to get the ball back. We do believe as Cincinnati punts this football away with 40 seconds to go here. Fair catch. They're going to have the ball about the 27. I wonder yeah, if Dana Holgerson gets one timeout, 38 seconds. He may run and see if he can get a, a chunk play out of this. And then that'll determine it. By the way, these live lines minus six and a half for the Bearcats. 
53 and a half the current total, so about where it was early in the week. Mm. And then all tied at 17 in Georgia, three seconds or three minutes left to go. Bulldogs minus one and a half, 62 and a half the current in-game total. Okay, so once those games do, in fact, get to halftime, we'll keep you abreast of all those uh, changing numbers there for the in-game wager. But let's look ahead very quickly to the NFL tomorrow, Wes, and let's just try to identify maybe a game or two that each one of us likes and maybe have already played uh, earlier this week. There is a game, Wes, that, I, that I'll start off here mm-hmm. that I played uh, earlier in the week, and that's when I was getting the Bears plus 7.5, and, and that's still the number you can get right now at BetMGM. And that is very interesting to me, that when you've seen all the quarterback chaos, when I played this game, assuming it was going to be Justin Fields against Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. Justin Fields has already been ruled out of this game, and now it's Andy Dalton in there, and Kyler Murray is now a game time decision, and yet the number is still there. It's I think and it's half. still baked in that they expect that maybe he is going to play it. I'm actually on the Bears with you on this side because look, even if he does play, we have so far seen that there is a rust factor there is. for these quarterbacks. So, you know, we saw it with Dak. We've seen it with Russell Wilson. We have seen it throughout the NFL. You know, and for veteran top end quarterbacks, and look, Kyler Murray is still very young, but obviously at, at least a top ten quarterback in this league Absolutely. based on what he has shown this season. So, yeah, I would be riding the Bears too because I think that this is a momentum because now Arizona is the top team in the NFC, nine and two. All of a sudden, it's different when you're the hunted instead of being the hunter and the plucky little upstart. Now, all of a sudden, people are coming for you mm-hmm. because they know that you're the number one team in the NFC. I thought that this was a big number, and I can tell you in terms of this number, it doesn't really change in terms of Fields to Dalton. I know Fields obviously is the future and has the bigger upside, and he's better per se because he has more of an upside, but based on the injury and what we've seen, I don't think there's that much of a difference in terms of that. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and again, so initially when I heard that Justin Fields was out, I was like, oh, no, but I actually do believe still getting this 7.5 here with Andy Dalton it's a Matt Nagy still trying to win games. I, mm-hmm. The fan base might not be, but Matt Nagy's still trying to save his job yeah. in Chicago. And I actually think this might give them the better short-term chance of doing just that with Andy Dalton, especially if you're going up against Colt McCoy instead of Kyler Murray. No, I'm, I'm absolutely with you because, look, I think this Bears defense is still a solid bunch yes. that can maybe keep him in the game. And by the way, this total has declined a lot. I think we've gotten some weather issues, it yeah. sounds like, this weekend in Chicago, at least some high winds. Look, that's what I always talk about with totals, too. Focus on the wind, not the precipitation coming from the sky, because we talk about snowvers. We're going to start seeing them maybe as we get some more snow in the Midwest and in the Northeast come here in December. By the way, very quickly update, that game did go to halftime. Ding, ding, cash that ticket. West that? One of the best ones you've had by, all by, year. By hook or by crook, right? 14-13 stays under the first half total of 27 and Yeah, I closed 27 pretty much most, so at least you probably should got a push out of the deal. I was hoping you weren't taking 26 and a half because those are kind of key numbers on first half totals. You don't want to necessarily take something that's not on a round number so at least the under still can kind of have life or if you bet the first half and got there you can always do what I call a little bit of a hedge middle where it's like okay I'm gonna buy out Mm -hmm. and at least lock in two and one on the game so that's something I like to do especially a lot in college basketball all right so you see the numbers there again pretty much what you saw uh pre-flop there so pretty close there obviously six and a half now that that total is down with Houston making this a ball game uh only down by one but again the total about where it was uh, at the beginning of the game. Uh, Alabama right now has got a third and 10. So they have not reached halftime there. They're still trying to get their offense going here. They're at, at about the 40 yard, their own 40-yard line here. 
So we'll see if there's any more score changes here before we get to halftime. Let's get back to the NFL. Is there another game besides the Bears that we, we are both on the side of the Bears plus seven and a half that you like tomorrow? Yeah, there's a, a few that I played. I'll try to just do two for the short time we have in this segment. Chargers I did take plus the three, and you're starting to see that VIG disappear a little bit, and a lot of that is something I've been successful with this season. Playing against these teams that have offensive line injuries. Mm. Trey Hopkins and Riley Reef are going to be game time. They did not practice on Friday, so more often than not, it's not 100%, but more often than not, when you don't practice on Friday, you're probably not, not going to play, or right. if you do play, you are not even close to 100%. So these offensive line injuries, I think, are going to matter, and especially a Cincinnati team that has a young offensive line. Look, we saw it a couple weeks ago, even though Cincinnati – uh, handled the Raiders in terms of the final score. Really wasn't much difference with the stats. Joe Burrow took a lot of shots in that. He did. He was taking a pounding. And, you know, against Joey Bosa and a pretty good pass rush from the Chargers because the Chargers, everybody was kind of in love with them they a few were, weeks ago. And now all of a sudden they, they love them and they leave them and they've left the Chargers. But uh, I'll go ahead and be your rebound. I'll be your Huckleberry Chargers. <laughs> so I'm going to be on these guys. And I did take them plus three. That is one I did play. Also played uh, uh, Denver plus 10 against Kansas City. I'm on that side as well. And and look, uh, Kansas City, I know they're money off the buy, but Teddy Bridgewater, pretty good on the road. This is, you know, we'll see if Kansas City and Andy Reid figured it out during the bye week. Dom Capers plays those two high safeties in that cover two zone defense that has given Mahomes and Reed a lot of fits. So we'll see if they figured it out. I thought 10 was generous. Uh, and then uh, do we have an update here on Georgia, Alabama? Or? I believe we do. And it, it's not a good update if you're a Georgia backer. Bryce Young with a big scramble. And it looked like he lost the football at the end of this run. The ball absolutely came out. Mm -hmm. But it looked like he got the football back. That's not really the bad news. But he got crunched he, on the field. He did, and so did uh, John Mechie. Looks like he was throwing his hat in the ring there to try to get the football back. He is currently down on the field. This is an NFL-skilled receiver that we're talking about that's already got a first-half touchdown here. It does not look good. We're not doctors. We're not going to play one here. But that does not look good. Not good news for Alabama. No. And uh, let's let's hope that he's going to be okay. Because this game right now, so many different fortunes hang, hang in the balance here. And if he can't go the rest of the way, that's going to be a tough How did he blow. get that back? My goodness. Uh, we're going to check on this, on this injury here. By the way, Bryce Young, I think his prop on this game was 259 yards. Not even halftime. He is over the total. So, uh Hopefully this young man is fine. Obviously the uh, Roll Tide Nation down oh. there in the stands and uh, the artist formerly known as the Georgia Dome waiting with bated breath as the training staff out on the field. And it's one of those injuries where it, nobody was involved. It was just him on his own trying to make a move, a double move it looked like, and uh, we'll see if he's going to be okay. But that does not look good right now for Georgia, excuse me, for Alabama. But they do retain possession, so against 17 all just before the halftime, and they are in position to take that lead yeah. if you had Alabama money line in the first Yeah, half. Devontae Wyatt ran him down, but credit Bryce Young for getting that ball back there at break, so we'll see how that ends up. Currently all tied at 17, Bama minus one and a half, 63 and a half. We will give you all the halftime numbers once that game does get to half, which we assume it will, when we come back right here, betting across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. Register for the King of Sportsbooks using the code VSIN200 and win 200 bucks in free bets when you place a $10 money on wager on any college football game and any team simply scores a touchdown. BetMGM is always ready to help you go for gridiron glory. Enjoy innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on any college football game and any team scores a TD. It's time to turn a big play into an even bigger payday. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification. Eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. 
Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. And with all due respect to Aiden Hutchinson and to Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. the Heisman Trophy has well, been signed, sealed, well, and delivered. Well, speaking of Across America, we have now reached the uh, electoral vote threshold of 270 here. Well, Precincts are in, no recount necessary. It is going to be Bryce Young winning this Heisman because all of a sudden, a couple hours ago, or about an hour ago, it was like minus 250. Okay, he's becoming more and more of a favorite. Now we have reached the point of not available in the currently selected market was the phraseology I was looking for a price at BetMGM. It is not up, and probably if they do put it back up, you're going to be paying about five times that price of minus 250 that I mentioned. I think uh, all precincts are reporting this is over. The first half is over in the artist formerly known as the Georgia Dome. I just can't call it Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I don't know. The the big indoor stadium in Atlanta, 24-17 Alabama is your lead. In-game, minus 3.5, 65.5 for the total. So that basically makes Georgia minus 3.5 for the second half. And then 24 and a half is the second half. Okay, let me ask you very quickly before we go back out to Ben Fox over at Mandalay Bay. So you see here money line. Georgia's plus 185 to win this game. Kirby Smart is 0-3 against Alabama mm-hmm. as the head coach of mm-hmm. Georgia. Um, are you, would you consider dipping the toe in just money line and I'm getting plus 185 well, for Georgia? I would rather do that than necessarily betting. I, I think I saw Georgia... College football national champion. Look, Georgia is going to be would be favored over any other team in that playoff. Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, whoever the heck makes it in. I saw a minus one seventy five outright winner for Georgia to win the national title. You know, I I, I mean I mean mm. I guess they could still win it in a rematch, but it's like I would rather take the money line if I was going to uh, go that route. And by the way, the other major championship game going on currently, we are at the half. Cincinnati by a hair at the half, 14 to 13. Second half number, Bearcats minus 6, 27 on the total. So that basically makes it what it opened earlier in the week, 54 on the total. Bearcats essentially minus 7 on the end game. So we shall see here. Look, a very nice half for Houston, I think, in the first half in terms of uh, out yard in Cincinnati, 216 to 196. They have 14 first downs. They have kept the ball. Houston had the ball for almost 23 minutes in the first half. Cincinnati only seven minutes. So, you know, uh, that probably is the right number right now. Six. Make the Bearcats minus seven for the game. Might be a little bit much for them to cover that double digits. Selfishly, again, if Houston wins and Alabama wins, it's pizza for the crew tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right here in the green zone. Mm -hmm. Shameless plug. Okay, let's get back out to Ben Falks. He is over at Mandalay Bay right now, Ben. So I'm hanging on there. I'm watching Alabama with that uh, seven-point lead at halftime. I mean, I'm I'm not amazed because I, I picked them to actually win this game. I am amazed when I see the second-half numbers that Wes just pointed out there. I got to wonder if you're a Georgia backer. Maybe you see some there at Mandalay Bay. Maybe this is the time the Georgia backers get in there. If they win the game, it's plus money at plus 185. Yeah, it's a great point. I think we keep talking about in-game betting, and this is why it is kind of the present and the future, right? Yes. It's just there's so much you know so little before the game, and not to mention, again, in-game injuries. We saw last week at Auburn with Jamison Williams getting the targeting, getting ejected. That's such a different offense with him out of it. There's no way you know that information except after they've completed the first and second quarters, and you see that. This is the same thing here. I think if you feel good about Georgia pregame and you're willing to lay six and a half, 
and you still feel okay about them containing Alabama, which I wouldn't feel amazing about <laughs> given the last couple drives. I think you jump on Georgia there, and again, you're getting plus money as opposed to paying whatever it would be, minus 225, minus 250 on the money line pregame. But it's been a really great game. It's been, I think, everything we expected yes. and more. Uh, and it flew over that first half total as well, which is interesting so far. Alabama kind of moving the ball a little bit at will, which we wouldn't have thought necessarily against that Georgia defense. But the question, the question on everybody's mind, who do we like here in the Dr. Pepper oh. Challenge here in Atlanta? I'm going uh, I with the, the young lady from yeah. Kentucky here. They're both kind of throwing those chess passes. Team chess pass, that's the absolute way to go here. I know. I, I always root for, for the girls to win this thing. But uh, let's see. We saw the young man won the first one. Yeah, and he was doing that one arm you know, thing. I don't like that style yeah. at all. Uh, then very quickly again, and we'll keep an eye on the Dr. Pepper Challenge as well. Um, it is interesting, obviously, when you watch that first half, the way it unfolded there. It's a great point that you made about for in-game wagers uh, based on what they've seen in that first half. I look at this total now, and it's up to 65 and a half. I mean, Ben, would you think that maybe they regress a little bit to the mean here, and maybe this is a time to potentially come in on the under? Yeah, that, that is a great question. I'll leave that to uh, someone a better handicapper okay. than myself. I'll leave that to Wes. I think the one thing to remember, too, with a game like this is that for there's so much on the line for Alabama, you're going to have some of those decisions you may not otherwise have, right? Mm. Fourth and whatever, seven yes. deep in your own territory. You In a regular season game, might not go for it. You may go for it here. That could lead to points for Georgia or vice versa. So there's going to be higher variance probably in this game than you'd have in other regular season games. And, Ben, very quickly before we let you go, you mentioned there was one big wager that came in on Alabama on the money line, correct? Could you, could you reset that play for the viewers? Yes, $149,955 on Alabama money line plus 190. That was pregame just before kickoff at BetMGM. So looking good so far, but a long way to go in this game. Just never understand the $55 part. Mm -hmm. uh, ben Fox, great stuff. As always, appreciate our VP of digital content here hopping out with us all afternoon at Mandalay Bay. Enjoy the rest of the games, Ben. We'll catch up with you tomorrow in the Green Zone. Sounds good, guys. All right. So, again, I asked Ben, and I'm going to ask you the same question here about that that total here when you look at that very quickly in the second half of the in-game wager. Well, you've got 41 total points here in the first half, right? Pre-flop, what was it, 49 and a half? Yeah. So you're almost going to get to that total here in the first half. Now it sits at 65 and a half. Are and they it's, get, it's getting bet higher, by the way. It's 26 and a half, so essentially adding that, that's 67 and a half. Once it reaches 27, wow. because you are going to start to see 27, then you may get some under support. But then as I see that, 27 juice to the over at faraway places. This looks like it's one-way traffic right now oh. in the second half for the overside. By the way, still three and a half for the second half at BetMGM. Some fours also in the market. A little bit of support coming for that second half over in Cincinnati as well, 27 and a half. Like I said, if you got that 27 in the hook like I was able to do earlier in the week, this winner. might be one where you're like, you know what, I got a winner. Maybe I buy out for my full game total at under 54 or under 53 and go ahead and lock in that two and one. And uh, look, you give me two and one on every game, I'll there take it every single time. All right, before we turn it over to uh, Brady Cannon and James Salinas as they talk NFL here on VEASAN, we've got one other uh, game, a couple other games that haven't kicked off yet, but I do want to get your final thoughts here in the final two minutes on Iowa and Michigan in this uh, Big Ten title game because, again, 
Michigan, you win, you're in the college football playoff. We understand that. Maybe you lose, there's a backdoor scenario, but probably not likely. That's pressure. Cincinnati mm-hmm. feels like they might be feeling it in the first half. Do you think Michigan might feel a little bit of that as well? I think at least a little bit. Look, I expect them to win the game because I'm not necessarily endorsing taking Iowa because I think, oh, Michigan's just going to let down and right. they're just going to step on a rake here. But I just think that this is a lot of points to give to a really good defense that can force turnovers and win these ugly games. Look, Iowa, in terms of rating, is probably an overrated team at 10-2. and two. They've actually been outgained in games on the season. I mentioned they're 123rd in total offense, but this is a team that they'll still plays great defense and doesn't turn the ball over and forces you to turn it over. Like I said, uh, third, I believe, in turnover margin coming into this weekend nationally at plus 13. I think that's enough to keep it under double digits here. Uh, last time these two teams met, Iowa 16-13 in 2016, only lost 10-3 in 2019. It's Michigan-Iowa. It just can't be a romp like now, that necessarily. So I'm on the Hawkeyes. I like the under a little better too. Okay, very quickly, 60 seconds to go here. Wake Forest against Pittsburgh. Uh, one-way track of traffic feels like it's been coming in on Pittsburgh here. Up to three and a half is three most of the week. I lean Pitt here. I think that they're the better defense, but this might be who has the ball last. It doesn't really matter in terms of the playoff, but this is probably, even though it's going to get swallowed by the Big Ten championship game, probably a really fun game tonight down there in Charlotte in the ACC. And look, Wake Forest, that defense concerns me. They gave up 48 to Clemson, who couldn't move the ball on hardly anybody this year. Not good. So again, we're expecting a lot of points there. I'm with you on that. I probably would back the Panthers there. Have not played that game as of yet. Boy, that flew by. Yes. Six hours in the books for us. when we come to you tomorrow, we'll know who the four teams are in the playoffs. We'll let you know all about it. Join us tomorrow, seven hours of the Green Zone, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.